Hello, this is Coming to the Mat, podcast from the Melanesian Women Today Impact Service Series. Told through the lens of everyday, ordinary Pacific Island women, the Mat series seeks to break cultural barriers and invite listeners to hear real human stories of making a difference. The stories you will hear from this series balance diverse interests and weave together the story of courageous women who dedicate their lives to making a difference in their communities and country. Coming to the Mat series is a safe space that allows for women in the Pacific to use their voices. It also explores the integral aspects of women's lives all across the South Pacific and gives the listener a window into the many different issues women face through storytelling. To all the mothers, happy Mother's Day. Mother's Day story, a tribute to all the mothers, the Pacific mothers. I salute you all for your dreams, your inspirations, your hard work, and most importantly, for being the constant pillars of our homes, cultures, churches, respective communities and countries. Moreover, the pillars of our Pacific families. Thank you. I welcome you today to the mat to celebrate with me one of the mothers who so graciously allow us to share her story. A courageous woman, mother of seven and grandchildren, whose life has changed because she never stopped believing in herself, that she is more than enough despite her many struggles. A village mother who dared to dream to read and write. Welcome to Port Vila, the capital city of Vanuatu, located in the southwest Pacific. The country of Vanuatu is where we will begin our very first feature story on the lives of women in the Pacific and their stories. In fact, I started recording this episode at the end of 2019, during the month of December. This is a story about a simple young girl whose one passion in life was to learn how to read and write. Despite all the struggles she endured, she never gave up on her dreams. My journey begins with me arriving in Vanuatu in 2019, where I met up with her at the market in Port Vila. I'm in Port Vila Market, also known as the central hub or heart of Port Vila City, the capital of Vanuatu. It's the holiday season here and the place is packed with people doing their last minute shopping, getting ready for the big day, the Christmas day. There is an atmosphere of excitement and festivities in the air. The sound of laughter mixed with high-pitched sounds of local bonani or curling in the background that has caused quite a commotion for the mamas who are selling their fruits, vegetables, arts and grafts. I am Dr. Mary Tarisovic, aka Mary Tari, and this is giving women a chance at literacy here on Coming to the Mat. I was here last three years ago on a relief trip after the first Category 5 tropical cyclone, Cyclone Pam, in 2015 that devastated most of the islands in Vanuatu. But now I have returned on a different assignment, this time on two faults. First, to bring my family to the country of my birth, from the U.S. where I have been living for over two decades. I would like to give my children a window into this beautiful country where I call home and also to meet their cousins for the first time, to get immersed into my indigenous language, Raga language, from north of Pentecost, an island north to 
the island of Evate where I am today, and also to learn more about who they are as indigenous Nivanuatu, what it means to be a Nivanuatu, and learning about the heritage and custom or culture. Second, and most importantly, to understand the impact of giving women a second chance at literacy from a local context. I want to find out how literacy is making a difference in the lives of some of the women who have been given the opportunity of a lifetime. I want to find out from the women themselves how their lives have been have changed given the opportunity to read and write and the ability to do things they never thought possible simply because now they can read and write. So I have come here to Port Vila Market to meet with a local woman, one of the women whom I've been told comes to the market twice a week on Tuesdays and Wednesdays to help the ladies in her community of Erata village to sell their goods, mostly vegetables, like island cabbage, local herbs, tomatoes, yam, taros, bananas, and occasionally flowers. This is how she and her this is how she and the women in her community make a living to support their families in order to send their children to school and put food on the table. Her name is Ibai Merilin, and her life has never been the same after discovering her voice through reading and writing. I also wanted to hear about her struggles, how she endured to get to where she is today. So here is Ibai Merilin. Welcome to the mat. My name is Ipai. Uh, I am from Tana Island and I live here in Botfila at Erada village. When I was a child, uh, I really want to go to school because when I saw uh, my friends going to school but my parents didn't want me to go to school, so I was crying every morning to go to school but they stopped me you not know, to go and then my mom helped me and sent me without asking my dad and she sent me to school and when I go to school uh, I don't really catch up with other friends so um, that means I don't have good education uh, because I was a big girl so I was the same when I saw my friends uh, going good and and my work was not really good, so I left school. So after school, you decided to leave school, so then what happened? Yes, uh, I decided to leave school, and I came to live with my brother uh, in Botfila. So he was working, then he looked after me, then I live in Fila then. Um, How old were you then? Uh, I was... Uh, I was about... Um, uh, were you in your teens? 15, 16? 15, 15, yes. I so was, you were 15? Yes, 15. And I live with my brother. Then there is a man. There is a man. Who wanted to marry you? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yes, and he, got, he asked me to go and... Um, be with him? Yes, be with him. And then 
I go and live with him, and we have uh, seven children, and he was an educated man, but he didn't treat me good. And he was an alcoholic man, and every night I cried and cried, because I didn't know how to read, and I didn't know how to write well, so uh, when I had my uh, first uh, granddaughter, I decided to separate with him, and now I am living by my own. And during that time, we have seven children. Then, when my first daughter, my yes, my first granddaughter, uh, had our first granddaughter, then we separated. Now I live with uh, by my own and. When I came to live at Eretab. Is that where you live right now, Eretab village? Yes, uh, yes, and I am still living at Eretab now. And I had a friend called Tosong. And she came and told me about this um, mama's English class. So um, can we go back a little bit? Can you tell us a little bit more about this man, how he treated you? Was it? Was there, were there any violence abuse? Were there any physical abuse? Yes. Um, many times when he, he, he fight me, he hit yes, he hit me. Sometimes he locked me inside. He didn't want anybody to come and stop him while he is hitting me. Yes. And, and when he is finished, then he can open the door. When I come out, then... Because um, my family are very far. Uh, he did this to me many times. I, I want to go back to my uh, family, but it is too far. Uh, and sometimes I find a friend and he can help me to drive me to my home, uh, my, yes, my home. And then he must come back and take me back to uh, his place. Uh, we stay. We st uh, we stay for about oh many years. Uh, I can say 25 years. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, many times I cried and cried, and my children are growing up when they come. And my first uh, uh, girl daughter. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Uh, when uh, she saw me crying, then she cried with me. And my children were scared when they heard him uh, uh, hitting me and swearing at me. And they, uh, but they cannot stop him because they were, uh, they have no power to stop him. And when, uh, when he is somewhere else, he is out and they come to me and say, Oh, Mom, I was very sorry I had hard uh, hitting you, and I was scared, and I was worried that you, you might die. Yes, you might die because uh, we had him hitting you so much, so uh, I can't say anything because we can't stop him. I have no power to stop him, and also my children have no power to stop him. So, so at what point did you decide that you will be done with it and find a way out. Okay, then um, 
I stay until when my children are coming up a bit, then uh, I go to church, yes. I go to a church and then I ask a friend that if he can help me pray for my separation. And that old woman say yes. So we prayed for about 10 years. And that old woman told me that your separation is very hard. I don't know whether you are going to separate or not because I have a vision and I saw that it is very hard. But I say, never mind. Uh, whenever it is hard, but I know that that's my life. I'm going for it. So I know that God will make a way for me out. So that's your faith kept you yeah. strong. Yes. So then at what point did you decide to want to do something different, like reading and writing and learning to find something that will empower you? Okay. And then when we, that's in, when we were living on Tana, our island, mm -hmm. then when we come to Fila and we live at Eredap, so I decided, yeah, I decided to uh, separate. Mm -hmm. So I go to women's, yes, women's center and they helped me mm -hmm. and they helped me to separate with him. So I am now free. So after your separation, then you heard about Mama's English class? Yes. After. The Vanuatu's Mama's English class? Yes. Um, after the separation, and uh, I made my own home. And when I was living in my own home, and a friend came and told me about this English class. And I said, oh. I really want to attend this class because many times when I meet foreigners in town or other market, uh, they speak to me, but I cannot speak properly. Or I, I try my best to speak to them, but uh, I cannot speak English. So I decide and I say, oh, thank you. I am coming to attend that class. So mm -hmm. she said, okay, come and pick a form. Mm -hmm. And then she passed... Um, application form to my friend and I pick it up and I attend this class. Mm. So how has that English class helped you to what you are today? Uh, yeah, the English class helped me uh, how to read and understand some words that I, it is hard for me and and help me how I can write. Mm -hmm. So now I can read and write. And, um, and now I, in my church, they ask me to uh, come, a, become. to come a teacher for primary class. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I am taking a children in primary class in my church. So that's, uh, what, what, what age are those kids? Uh, about uh, eight, yes. Eight and nine, yes. Uh, yes, about eight and nine. Yes, and eight and nine. So when do you teach them? I mean, what days of the week do you yes. teach them? Uh, I teach them at, uh, uh, in the morning at 
every Sabbath school. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. Every Sabbath school, yes. Uh, every Saturday, Sabbath. Saturday. Yes, every Saturday, yes. Mm -hmm. Every Saturday, yes. Okay. And then what else have you done after you've, be, you know, you learned how to read and write? Yes. Uh, uh, before this uh, class, uh, before this uh, Sabbath school class, I was, um, I was working as a tourist guide uh, for my, my cousin uh, at Rendabau. And yes, I was working there and it was really good because when they speak to me and I speak to them and I catch up with yeah. my English. Yes, mm -hmm. yeah. When, uh, yeah, when, when the tourists come and we speak together and I learn from them more. Yes. So you were able to get a job. You, your life has changed from going from just being a stay-at-home mom and having seven children to being, and then you separated from your husband. And then after this, being empowered to read and write, you were able to get a job as a tour guide. And then now you're a teacher for, on Saturdays, you teach uh, primary school ages nine and eight or eight and nine. So what are your plans for the future? My plan for the future is teaching the mamas, teaching the mamas because when I attend this class and I saw that it is really good, it helped me and I, I also want to help other mamas, mm -hmm. teaching them uh, to become like me because now I can read and write and I can speak English too to other people or the foreigners. So you want to empower and telling your stories to other women so they too can have a change in their life. So what about, what, what are your message? What is one of your message to any woman who is thinking about uh, what would you want to say to other women, not just here in Vanuatu, but anywhere in the world who are listening or in the South Pacific for that matter, um, finding something that can make a difference in their lives so they too can be an agent of change to other women. What's, what's your message to them? My message to other, or you whoever are listening to me, I would like to ask you uh, that you don't think that you are do all to go to class or to attend any education because uh, education is free and you can continue education. When I, I, I attend this class, it really helped me. So I am asking you if you have any a class like this in your country or in your area, uh, please, you don't have to hesitate. You must uh, uh, make a way to find a class that this class can help you and change your life like me. Uh, this class really changed my life. And, and now, um, I am not afraid because I am a woman that I am afraid I, I don't speak to people, but it changed my life now. I can speak to anybody and help in whatever he needs or, yeah. Uh, and uh, I really want if uh, you, your life is the same as mine, please make something that you can change your life. But you don't have to stay up and say, no, I have, no, I, I have no power to do anything. No, you have a power in you. And it is you that you can change. But you don't wait for other people to come and change you. But it is you. You have to do something to change your life. If you don't, you, you, you don't do anything, then you cannot change your life. 
And how did that change your grandchildren? Are you reading to them these days? How does that change? Uh, yes, and uh, also uh, my grandchildren uh, today, uh, oh, in our home we speak English. Yeah, in our home we speak English. And, and I speak English to my children and my grandchildren. Sometimes my children say, oh, we don't school because my children went to a French school. Uh, yes, French school, and they say, you don't speak English to us. They say, yes, I have to speak English to you because there's nobody at home that can speak with me, so I have to speak English uh, to you, and I am practicing my English at home. In any place I meet them on the road, they're coming to meet you, I greet them, I just, uh, yeah, speak in English with them, and my grandchildren are speaking English at home with me. And you help them, you, do you help them read sometimes yes. to them? Oh, yeah. We have many reading books at home. And we go through the reading books. We read them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We read many stories. Yes. So reading, it makes, it can change a child. It's good for child's development. So what are the messages for you to young mothers about reading to your children? Uh, yes, young mothers, I think it is more good. Uh, sometimes you may think that, uh, you don't want to read uh, a storybook to a child or your children, but it is important that you 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 read to the children. Then they might have more interest for their education. It helps them. Yeah, yeah, it helps them to yeah. And it's good for child development. What? So our last last question that I have for you is, <laughs> I am very proud of what you've done in the choice that you've taken. So what would be your wish to see where Mama's English class might be in the next, say, one year from now? Uh, how, do you, how do you see Mama's English class in one year's time? Where do you want to see? Would you want it to grow? Uh, do you want it to expand? Um, where, where are you guys going to be doing for Mama's English class in February? Okay, yes. Um, uh, next year, yes, uh, next year, um, we really want to go to the island of Bendigos because uh, uh, we have, I have some friends from Bendigos and also we want to go to uh, the island of Bendigos to train some other mamas to teach this English class at Pentecost. But on Tana, we already have, and we have 11 classes on Tana. And we are going to, uh, next year also, we are going to um, Tana to have another big training there because there are many, many uh, community want this class to go to their community. Do, do you have to uh, have some sort of background in education to be able to join this class, or do you have to already know how to read and write, or you, can you just come just as you are to learn how to read and write? When the mamas are coming to coming to to the classes, do they have to have some sort of schooling already, or no? In this training, we are going to train the mamas that already ha have uh, good education. Mm -hmm. Then. These uh, mamas are going to teach in their community to teach other mamas that they don't really have any education. 
So thank you so much, Ipe, for taking the time to speak with us. I really appreciate your time. And we hope that from your message and your stories can empower other women to not just in Vanuatu, but to other Melanesian countries uh, and also to other countries in the world and the islands in the Pacific. Thank you so much. Thank you. This podcast is created and produced by Melanesian Women Today, a non-profit organization. Please visit our website at www.melanesianwomentoday.org. That's all one word. Melanesian Women Today envisions a Pacific region where every woman, girl, and child in the respective communities in Melanesia leads a productive, healthy, and fulfilling life. We are on a mission to improve the well-being and quality of life and also to promote and improve leadership in women and girls in their communities. Please consider making a donation today on our website to support our work. Thank you for listening.